Hello and welcome to the Hull City Council podcast. The podcast that brings you the latest council news and updates and exclusive interviews with local people. In today's episode, we'll be talking with the Hay volunteering team about the impacts they have in the city and what life is really like as one of the iconic volunteers. So thanks for listening and let's get straight into today's episode. So today we are joined by the Hay Volunteering guys. Um, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thank you. No problem. Should we start by introducing yourselves and, and your roles? Yeah, so um, I'm Abby Bell. I'm Volunteer Programme Manager at Hay Volunteering. So I um, got involved back in 2016 before we were City of Culture um, and I now manage the programme. So I'm Becky Howes. I'm one of the volunteers in the programme. <laughs> I got involved in 2017, so I've been a volunteer for six years. So for those listening, I guess, who who know nothing about Hay Volunteering, have never heard of it, how would you describe it at the organisation? So I always say to people, you know the blue people that you walk around town and you see in blue uniforms? They're not literally blue, they wear a blue jacket. (laughs) (laughs) But um, that sort of sums us up. Um, So we were the the programme that was set up to support Hull's year as um, UK City of Culture in 2017. Um, So the volunteers um, supported all of the events and everything that happened throughout that year. And it was basically a way for um, residents of the city and beyond to get involved in the year as more than just sort of a spectator or an audience member. They could really participate um, in the year. Um, So we got to the end of the year. We had hundreds and hundreds of really engaged and really enthusiastic volunteers and it would have been an absolute crying shame to waste that. So we continued basically. Um, So we support arts, culture and heritage um, events, venues, festivals, um, community groups, um, predominantly in Hull, but um, now we're, we're sort of expanding further across, across East Yorkshire. So what, what kind of organisations are you working with at the moment? Obviously, the, the reach for Hay Volunteering is, is now far and wide. Yeah, yeah. So we do all sorts. I mean, we've got um, the big festivals, so stuff like Freedom Festival, Humber Street Sesh. We just did Trib Fest um, this year as well. That was a new one for us. Um, all like Hull Museums, um, Ferrens uh, Art Gallery, Humber Street Gallery, um, Hull Minster. Um, in terms of East Yorkshire, we we help out at Bridge Spa and we do a lot of events in Beverly. So all sorts, really, all sorts of random interchange. stuff. Interchange, we're still at the interchange, aren't we? We're yeah. Welcome offering to people coming to visit the city. Yeah, we've got the little pod. It used yeah. to be a little sweet shop, didn't it? Mm. Um, and in 2017, it got changed to like a little uh, information point, and we still mm. we still man that. That's nice, though. The pod, you know, particularly for people who who aren't from Hull or are coming for the, maybe for the first time or to visit something, and getting that sort of that greeting of positivity as soon as you walk into the train station is is quite unique, isn't it? I think it's really exciting doing a shift on the pod as well. I've done shifts on the pod previous years and more recently. Um, I remember doing the first shift on the pod, and so you're going back to 2017, and I was absolutely amazed and excited that people were actually coming so it's a really exciting shift to do because you find out where they're coming from you know there's people coming from down south and I'm like why, why are you coming here well we've heard <laughs> it's great we've heard you've got great museums we've heard that your museums are free and I remember being absolutely amazed that so many people come in and having loads and loads of interesting conversations on the pod and families come in and, and they come some come totally organized yeah you know they've, they've had the booklet they've done the research so like they want to find show me where this is show me where that is and others just walk off the train and go right what have you got so you're you're an early wave volunteer mm. from 2017 i was involved in 2017 yeah and um have been involved doing some sort of volunteering every year since 
and it's taken me in so many different directions. It's great to be around in the big year when you know there was a different event yeah. on all like six or seven events on every day, and then to move forward and be part of the legacy. It's great that we we didn't let wane this huge army of people that were motivated and sort of ready, willing, and able. Yeah. So it's fantastic that Hull and the team, Abby's team, have managed to keep it going and extend out into East Riding. It's special, really. I don't know of many other volunteering initiatives where the volunteers volunteer for a place rather than a specific cause. You know, you've got like charities, um, RSPCA and SPCC, uh, Macmillan and stuff like that, where it's a really clear dedicated cause but our program is for the place it's for the city it's for the region and for the people and I think it's just really special I don't know of any other um, destination that that does anything like this it makes us quite unique very unique and I remember again going back to one of the sort of key messages at the beginning and it was about being proud of the place Mm. so when you would speak to whole people before we before we acquired City of Culture we're all a bit down on the place you know, being a whole local, mm-hmm. what's your city like? Nah, it's rubbish, whatever. You know, we didn't have that, the attitude that really the place deserved. And I can remember part of the promotional messages of the strategy was, you know, the people here are amazing in this city and they do love it. Um, so get culture going. You know, get And now when you talk to people in whole how they feel about the city, I'm sure there must be, I'm sure you've got statistics that back this up mm-hmm. somewhere along the way. But the feeling of, place and being proud of our place has definitely been affected by the amount of volunteering and, and this organisation. What initially motivated you to sign up? Had you, had you volunteered before? No, or? not at all. So I, I'm a busy person. I'm still a busy person. I've got a full-time job and lots of family members that need my support. So there's not much time left over. And it was like that in 17, but it was too exciting not to become a part of. And it felt like almost being backstage that's the way I want to describe it as a resident I could see all this wonderfulness happening and I could see that volunteering would be a good thing for me to do as well and I still do it now because it's a good thing for me it's great to think that volunteering we're giving back and it's good for the person that I'm volunteering to help you know if I'm picking up someone's prescription or helping out at the Ferns Art Gallery it's great to think that that other person's having a positive effect by our volunteering role but actually it's quite good for me I feel good about doing this thing and yeah it was like being backstage it was like getting in behind and getting to understand how this huge thing was evolving that's where I started and I've carried on doing it because I really enjoy it backstage is sort of a really great way to describe it because you get to see you know particularly like as you said I'll be sort of volunteering for a place rather than a cause you get to see every corner of it um behind the scenes running and grabbing bottles of water for artists Mm. to I love doing an artist meet and greet yeah ironing bunting that was a shift that we did before there was a big event it was a big malarkey and they had like hundreds of meters of bunting that were all creased (laughs) they needed ironing (laughs) so we do all sorts all sorts of random things things that you wouldn't imagine you you know you do as a volunteer it's not your Mm. charity shop volunteering or um, litter picking which obviously both have their place done that as well, yeah. yeah we've done it yeah we've done it all um but yeah it's just getting involved in something different isn't it it's a very different I mean I volunteer for other things now since I joined since I started with here it's led me in other directions so I've volunteered like I say prescription collecting and doing people's shopping I mean we went through that difficult time so they're sort of I don't know more traditional types of volunteering but it's led me in a different route so for example I've now become um, a trustee for Age UK Hull, 
which is another volunteer oh, amazing. role. Amazing, yeah. Cool. And I would never have done that without this journey. I volunteer for Educate as well through yeah. this. Yeah, I write letters. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. Small world. Small world. <laughs> it's a small world. Well, I started Becky. about six months ago, and it's really fascinating to get involved. Again, behind the scenes, behind the scenes of a big charity. Well, a big charity for Hull because it's actually a small charity in relation. To, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not the RNLI. It's it's nice that it's sort of doing one thing and wanting to be involved. Say, mm. twenty seventeen is sort of the the start of that, but that's led you to volunteer elsewhere yes. and do and spread more good basically the 2017 volunteering volunteering was a different type it was um it was mad it was exciting mm. i mean i did some shifts in 17 that we'll never do again so i danced with the royal ballet you can't really say that can you <laughs> swan lake came and i'm in the background with all the volunteers doing some yeah, arm movements in trinity square <laughs> it was fantastic it was like we were like a flash mob yeah yeah so um you know shifts like that were just magical and cultural but moving on in the legacy, there's so many more shifts that we do that are not sort of that are not as twinkly as 2017, but but mean more, I think. Yeah, it's it's obviously not all about the the big exciting stuff. Glitter, but we still do a lot. Of yeah, we still well. do a lot of glitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we find a way to find incorporate. A what would you say is sort of the you know the the more day to day duties of a volunteer? Well, I mean, at places like the galleries and museums and stuff, there's a lot of sort of welcoming people. Um, when there's sort of like events or performances, there's ticket checking and the in front of house side of things. Yeah. Um, general sort of visitor information, being on hand to answer questions and direct Sign people. Posting. Exactly, yeah. Can where's the nearest toilets? Questions, lavatories, yeah. Yeah, where do I get a good coffee? Yeah. Where's the best Top beer? Tips. <laughs> where's the best beer? Yeah. Yeah. Where do I get a nice roast dinner? Stuff like that. So yeah. it's, it's yeah. really good for the city, really, mm. and the sort of visitor economy side of things as well but then we do sometimes our own opportunities so one thing that we like to do we do it quite regularly random acts of kindness so we'll just take to the streets with like 10 volunteers and like 300 bunches of flowers and we just randomly give them out Teddy to people key rings. yeah little key rings and um, what else have we done random acts of the kindness the only one I've done because it's such a popular shift yeah so as it. a volunteer you book on using a portal and you often find when the random acts of kindness come on because it's such a lovely shift that they just go like that. So I've only ever managed to jump on one, which was over in Hessel, and we had these beautiful little key rings, and we went round and popped them on people's windscreens. So they'd come back to their car and they'd find this lovely little key ring with a real there, positive yeah. message. Just little things like that to brighten people's yeah. day. Because what we want to do as here volunteering, our sort of like vision is we want to make Hull and East Yorkshire a better place to live, work and visit through volunteering. And that's in terms of, you know, the people that live here that, that access our volunteers on a day-to-day basis, the people that visit and go to an event um, or, or come through the train station and meet a volunteer, oh, yeah. um, to the organisations that we support. Sort of, there's, there's a lot of different beneficiaries to the volunteer programme. It's not just... You know, members of the public or the organisations or the volunteers. It's it's there's sort of like a bigger picture in this. So. so, how many volunteers are they currently? So I checked this before I came. It's <laughs> two thousand four hundred and thirty-one wow. volunteers we've got in the system. We've always sort of hovered around the two and a half thousand mark. So even in twenty seventeen, when we were at our height of shifts, we we still sort of had that number. Mm. So we've lost a few hundred, but we've gained a few hundred. So we've always sort of hovered around that number. Having met some over like the last few years as well, it's a, it's a real nice bunch and a real oh, eclectic mix, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There's people from all walks of life and 
we really want to be really inclusive and accessible to everybody. You know, it's not just one certain type of people that will volunteer. It's it is literally for everybody. So yeah, all sorts of people. I mean, we've got people who are like ex head teachers, people who are like chief execs of organisations, down mm-hmm. to people who are refugees, people whose English isn't the first language, mm-hmm. and people who've just left school. It's and honestly, it's such a good mix of people. Which one? Very supportive. Yeah. So if anybody is part of the gang who needs extra help, the general feeling is there's always somebody around. I mean, if anyone needs specific help, there's a buddying system, isn't there? Yeah. So volunteers are buddied with someone that might need mobility issues, for example. But just if someone's not feeling like confident today, you know, the rest, there's always a volunteer that's like, I'll put my arm around you, come on, let's, we'll do it together. It is. It's a big family. Yeah, it's lovely. It's a family of two and a half thousand people. Mm. (laughs) Well, I've got loads of new friends. I mean, I've lost, we we laughed at you about, say, Facebook, you've got hundreds of people on your Facebook, I have. But most of my volunteers, and I do know them all. Yeah. Because, you know, you go on a shift and you see there's some faces come around again or you meet new people. We We had a gathering just a couple of weeks ago. Celebrate achievements and it was so lovely you know, there's a room full and I looked around the room and I thought god I think I know nearly everybody in here yeah it's crazy I've been, that six years is a so so lots of friends um and I know some people in the volunteering movement where this has really really saved them because they've been in a position in their life maybe they've lost a partner or recently come out of a marriage or something there's quite a few who without this organization would have been lost mm-hmm. some people who'd retired who weren't sure what they're going to do with the retirement really maximize on lots of the opportunities that are available and are still doing it i'm sure there'll be someone listening to this who will think i've always fancied becoming a volunteer how would you describe if you can look back to like your first volunteering shift and how you've gone from doing your first one to quickly becoming part of this sort of big family well, it was so welcoming and i can still remember my first induction the two faces that are there are friends of mine now. Um, and it was so welcoming that there's, there's nothing to be afraid of. Absolutely nothing at all. And there's so much to gain. So if, if there is anybody sitting at home that's thinking, actually, I'm looking for a new project or I feel a bit lost. Um, I want a few more friends. I have some time to give. Then definitely reach out, get on the website. You know, there's a little application form to fill in, right, that, yeah. that takes you on a, on a journey. And I think it's all good. There's certainly nothing to be afraid of. We do ask um, on the application form, you can um, click whether you would like a buddy or not, and we'll match you up with another volunteer who um, who can like just attend your first few shifts with you just until you feel comfortable. And we've found that um, quite a few people, when they apply, they'll tick that box. But then when they've come to the training, we contact them afterwards and say, cool, you've, you know, you've got a uniform, you're ready to go out. Um, do you still want to get matched up with the buddy? And like nine times out of ten, they go, oh, no, actually, because now I've come to the training and met people, I realise it's not scary at all. And, you know, I've met some friends that I'm going to volunteer with or I've, I know the staff now. So so you find that, you know, we're all right. We're quite friendly. through the process. Yeah. The process certainly takes care of everyone. In addition to the, the sort of the shifts and the volunteering that they do, there's also the celebration events and the mm-hmm. social element outside of volunteering as well. Is there anything you want to... Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, we've got the masterclass program as masterclass well. Masterclass is brilliant. Yeah, that's a that's a big part of the program. So, mm-hmm. masterclasses are like additional um, training opportunities, workshops, um, sessions that volunteers can sign up to for free. 
um, and they cover all sorts of topics. So they might just be an hour long, um, an hour to three hours, really. And some of them are like arty, creative ones. So they'll be like watercolour, painting, samba drumming. Um, I mean, we did coffee tasting before, axe no, 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 throwing. I didn't see that one. Yeah, no, I didn't I like get that. to go on that one either. Um, alpaca walking is a new one. Oh, yeah. Um, Sup. Stand up paddleboarding. Oh yeah, stand up paddleboarding. <laughs> yeah, that would terrified me. I was like, Did is you this risky? Again? No, no way. I do stand um, up paddleboarding. Yeah. Yeah, I learned it last year. But when oh, I saw dear. it as a shift, I was like, whoa. I wouldn't. It's too cold as well. Oh, but it went down fine. really well. But there's all. But there's like skills building ones as well. So we'll do like introduction to British Sign Language, mm. um, CV writing. You know, all sorts of different things, and that's sort of a, a really nice additional way for us to thank volunteers yeah. it's also a really nice way for, for volunteers to meet other volunteers in a non-shift setting and yeah. um, so that's a real nice thing we also do like random photo shoots so, um, we did one on brid beach um a couple months ago you'll see if you go on our social media you can see all the pictures of stuff but they're they're good for us because we have images to sort of um show people what we're about but also they're just fun aren't they like just- Absolutely fine, unless Chaos. it's the Humber Bridge at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that was a cold On a really one. cold day. That, yeah, that was freezing. With a drone passing you by. Yeah, yeah. But it's stuff like, like that. pictures, but yeah. I mean, you never you forget it. You know, yeah. you know oh, that, was, that was really good. I had like three pairs of trousers on. Yes, yeah, I couldn't put my arms by my sides because I had that many layers on. <laughs> but yeah, all Absolutely. sorts of random stuff. There's I do love the masterclasses. Um, I was looking at something the other day, I was reading something the other day, they were talking about happiness. Um couple of things that stood out for me one was if you're part of something that's bigger than yourself you're generally going to be happy so be part of something in life that is bigger than you so Mm -hmm. to me I think the volunteering family is that for me and then the second thing that stood out for me was um learn something be learning something all the time if you're feeling like you're not happy in your life find something new to learn and I think that's links really nice with the master classes because I always feel like happy or crazy when I come out of one. I mean, my <laughs> list of masterclasses includes Lindy Hop, um, upcycling uniforms into other outfits, Makaton, um, deaf awareness, making art out of shoes, <laughs> yeah. leaf macrame, oh, learning how to be a sighted guy, that was really good, pizza making, um, ballroom and Latin, and then I've just booked on for line dancing. So that's a little, you know, all the things I've been able to have a taster of. Yeah, which you probably wouldn't have done without. I would have never without, done. Yeah. Perhaps making me making art out of shoes would have been the best. <laughs> We've got one volunteer who did an archery, Introduction to Archery Masterclass, and she's like won titles. She's doing it all the time. I, I know was, who you mean. Yeah. She's, she does it all the time. Yeah. She, like her first you don't go, she got a bullseye. Because she's archery. <laughs> she's doing all the time. archery. <laughs> she was like, look at this bow that I got for Christmas. And I was like, oh my God. She just took to it. Yeah. So that, yeah, new introducing introducing people to new hobbies and mm. and it's no pressure because it's like an hour and if you don't like it you don't you know have to do it again. Yeah. So That's it. yeah, it's just what you get what you got to lose. I guess we should talk about the the future for hey, volunteering. You know what's what's next? What's coming up for people to to either keep an eye on or something to get involved in? Um, I guess for the future for us, we really want to sort of strengthen and maintain what we've got in terms of um, volunteer engagement. We really want. We know there's so many benefits to be involved in volunteering, um, and we want as many people as possible to have access to that. I really want Hull and East Yorkshire to be one of those places where you're a kid, you grow up in school and it's just it's just a given that you're going to volunteer. It's just completely normalised. Mm. Um, so that would be really nice. 
Um, we have just been granted some more funding to expand a bit further um, up the East Yorkshire coast and we're doing a bit of a test project in, in Brid um, in the next year or so. So that's quite an exciting thing for us to get involved in, um, particularly looking at heritage volunteering and also we so previously you could you could only apply to join us um, if applications were open maybe do it once or twice a year but now we've we've switched to a a system where applications are open all the time so if anybody does want to get involved they can do um you just go to herevolunteering.co.uk forward slash get involved um, and there's an application form on there um so if anyone does want to get involved with us that's how you do it um trying in why not it's been really interesting to speak to you both um thank you so much for coming on the podcast thank you thank you thanks for having us so thanks to the hey volunteering guys for coming along today if you'd like to find out more about becoming a volunteer just visit their website heyvolunteering.co.uk or give them a follow on social media if you enjoyed today's episode you can subscribe to the podcast Follow us on social media or visit our website for more information, www.hull.gov.uk. So thanks for listening and we'll see you next time on the Hull City Council podcast.